Hi, this is Taylor Rotwell, back with another Laravel Snippet. It is March 29th here in the office, just wrapping up another week of working on Laravel. Yesterday was actually my first day back in the office in 10 days. Uh, Last week I was in Phoenix and Scottsdale, Arizona for spring break, and half of this week I was in Las Vegas for MicroConf 2019, which is an entrepreneurship and startup product development type conference run by Rob Walling and Mike Tabor, who have a podcast called Startups for the Rest of Us. So uh, it's been pretty crazy around here, but I'm kind of getting back on track now uh, the last few days. I actually hacked on some pretty cool stuff uh, yesterday and today. Have a pretty decent PR out there for automatic event and listener discovery in Laravel 5.8. If this goes into Laravel 5.8, it would be an opt-in feature since it is a behavior change. But uh, shipping it as a opt-in feature for 5.8 lets us do so without making it a breaking change uh, since the default is for nothing to change in terms of event or listener registration. But basically how it works is... There is um, a new should discover events method on the event service provider that you can override and set to true. And when that is true, uh, the framework will look for an event cache file. If it finds an event cache file, it will load the event and listener configuration from that file. That file basically just contains an array of events and their corresponding listeners. If it can't find an event cache file, it will on the fly during the request scan through your listeners and reflect into those listeners, extracting out the events that they handle and then building the configuration on the fly. That, of course, is slower than using an event cache file, so that's mainly for local development or staging or testing. And then in uh, production, you can run an event cache command during your deployment. That would be very similar to like config cache, route cache, view cache, etc. Uh, It will build out that cache file and store it. So you can do that either before you deploy or during your deployment, or you can put it as a composer install hook. There's a lot of options for when you can actually run that command. It doesn't really matter which one of those you choose. Uh, But anyway, that actually makes it so where you do not have to manually configure events and their listeners within the event service provider which was probably one of the last areas of the framework that I felt like you had to kind of manually register stuff a lot. Of course, in Laravel 5.8, we clean that up for authorization policies where those are automatically uh, loaded for a given model. Um, So this does a similar thing for events. Um, Events have to work a little bit different than authorization policies because for an authorization policy, we can guess one policy name from one model name, but events are a little different in that one event could be handled by any number of arbitrary listeners, and there's really no naming convention at all that we can depend on to determine what those listeners are. So we actually have to reflect into the listeners to get that stuff. Uh, so it's a little more involved in the auto discovery for event uh, for authorization policies, but I think would be a really nice feature and just make Laravel development that more enjoyable. We actually act- tried to implement this um, a few versions of Laravel ago in a little bit of a different way um, that wasn't quite as robust and w- w- didn't quite end up working out, so we pulled it out. Uh, this approach is a little more, uh, it's more similar to the other ways we cache things and kind of more standardized Um, in terms of how it works. So I think it should be pretty useful and nice feature for people. So check out that PR out on GitHub. Um, By the time you hear this, it may be merged already into the framework, but uh, go out there and leave your feedback if you don't mind. If you have any suggestions for how that should work, it will sort of be, like I said, an opt-in beta style feature for Laravel 5.8. We're just kind of refining it and getting it uh, how we want it right now.
I continued working on a secret project number six this week, actually getting to writing some front end code for this project, doing quite a bit of Vue.js work, um, setting up um, a lot of kind of boilerplate code, you know, that goes into every type of application or project. Uh, really enjoying working with Vue.js again, also using Vue Router as well, uh, similar to what we use in um, Horizon and Laravel Telescope and also Laravel Nova. Uh, so a really nice stack, really just such a productive front end stack. And uh, going into next week, thankfully be back on a normal week and uh, a full five days of working on Laravel goodies for you. So I may have a little more news for you next week since I have a little bit more time to work on stuff. I've also been giving some thought to our staffing here at Laravel. And uh, while I was at MicroConf, kind of just batting around the idea of maybe bringing on a new hire uh, sometime this year, maybe this summer just to kind of give us some more hands on deck. And kind of my thinking is, ideally, I would like to have a full-time Laravel staff member allocated for each Laravel product, especially commercial product is what I mean. So a full-time staff member on Laravel Forge, a full-time staff member on Laravel Envoyer, on Laravel Spark, and on Laravel Nova. So that's, you know, four full-time staff members, not counting myself. And right now we're at two. Um, so... I'd like to get one more uh, on board. Of course, David Hemphill um, pretty much works full time on Laravel Nova, but we've discussed having um, you know an additional part time maybe person in addition to him to help out with bug reports and feature requests and stuff like that. So using that system, uh, currently a little understaffed. I think it would be nice if one person could just focus on one product and sort of take ownership of that product in a way in terms of their development time. Um, so we'll see. Um, I may be putting out a call for resumes again soon here, maybe next week, just to kind of uh, put some feelers out there and see who's interested. Anyways, if you have any thoughts on that, let me know. Uh, send me a tweet. I think it could be good for the products and make it so any one person is not too stretched. You know, even if everyone's not um, crazy busy eight to five. I don't really look at that as a big deal. Um, even with our current staff members, some days we're not going to be very busy and some days we're going to be more busy. Um, I think I just kind of look at Laravel staffing as it's just, uh, kind of taking a load off my shoulders so that I don't have to think about certain things and can focus on some of the new development within Laravel and pushing the ecosystem forward. And if I can sleep easy at night, knowing that's being taken care of, then the staff members are worth it. Um, so right now, uh, Muhammad works on forge Envoyer, spark. So basically three commercial products, uh, and Dries manages all of the open source stuff. Uh, again, like I said, shoot me a tweet if you have any thoughts on that, any tips, any advice, any ideas. Um, I would love to hear from you. So that's all I have for today. Uh, thanks for listening, and I'll be back next week.